Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Abroad on our teen show, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Kaidi Kelly. Today we are taking you on a trip around the world. More specifically, we'll be talking about living, learning, laughing, and even loving in foreign lands. It's nine hours later for our first guest, who was born in Ireland, met her future husband in Belgium, and now lives and works in Norway, where she is currently the Director of Studies at a third-level vocational institution in Norway, known as Trider College, where practical higher education is taught to people 20 and older wishing to work in administration, retail management, accountancy, marketing, travel, and tourism. Until she was 16, Nora lived exclusively in Ireland. Then her adventures began with trips to France and England. She spent a year in a boarding school in Belgium and went to university in Ireland and worked in Belgium for three more years. Then she moved to Norway. Nora speaks several languages and I'm dying to find out more about living life abroad. So let's welcome her to express yourself. Hello. Hi, Nora. Hi, everybody. How are you all? We're good. Can you tell us about what your first experience living abroad was like? Well, um, I was only 16, I remember, and uh, going abroad was uh, very exciting. Um, Totally new country, totally new language, new food, new people, new way of life. 
Uh, very exciting for somebody coming from a little offshore island who'd only had connections with the rest of the world via ten friends like uh, Cynthia Bryan in America. <laughs> so, yes, I remember leaving Ireland with two small suitcases on a rainy afternoon in September and arriving two hours later in Brussels and a whole new life. And why did you want to go abroad? Well, this particular reason was because I wanted to learn some more French. I just finished high school and I was unfortunately too young to get into university. So I had a so-called gap year. So we decided I'd go to Belgium to this boarding school to learn French. But the funny thing was the boarding school turned out to be on the northern side of the language divide in Belgium. So I ended up having to learn Flemish instead of French. That's very funny. And then you've been, you've traveled abroad several different times. And was it different the next time that you visited? Is the experience always unique? Well, I think the experience is always unique, depending on which country you go to. I went back to Belgium then, but that was four years later. So I was uh, five years later. I was much more grown up then and had got my first job and was living in the capital city and in a big international environment. So it was a little bit different from being in a boarding school. Um, I had more freedom, of course, uh, as a grown-up to go out and do what I liked and, uh, you know, visit restaurants and get to know other people and practice my languages and learn to work in a big international organization. Yes, and since you mentioned your languages, is it correct that you can speak both Flemish and French? Well, I could at one stage speak both Flemish and French, and you needed those two to get along in Brussels. But then I met a Norwegian in Belgium, and uh, when I married him, we moved to Norway. And then Norwegian and Flemish are rather similar languages, so that when I learned Norwegian, the Flemish sort of disappeared into the background. Ah. And yeah. how many languages have you learned to speak or understand because of living abroad? About nine. Wow. <laughs> That's really <laughs> impressive. What are those languages, if you don't mind? Well, well, let's see. I didn't learn them all abroad. I mean, growing up in Ireland, you learned Irish and English, and then we had right. French and Latin at school. And then I did um, Spanish at university, mm. and then um, Flemish, of course, mm. and then Norwegian, and then I learned a bit of German. Wow, and, that's very yeah. cool. Hmm. And of course, if you if you um, know Norwegian, you can also understand Swedish and uh, Danish because those three languages are very uh, similar and interconnected. Right, that's so cool. And then, um, what has living abroad meant to you? Well, it, it's meant positive things and negative things. The negative thing maybe is that you're not so uh, close to your family at home anymore. Of course, nowadays it's a lot easier with um, airline travel becoming a lot cheaper. And of course, Skype, you can see people as you talk to them on the mm -hmm. phone. Couldn't do that when I left home before. Um, the challenges are getting to know a completely new lifestyle, a completely new set of people. Uh, always uh, living your daily life in another language. It's quite a relief to get home in the evening and be able to speak English to my husband. Even though I've lived in Norway for many years, I still feel English is my main language, and that's where I relax. Um, so, yeah, there are challenges and there are uh, rewards, I suppose you would say. Uh, living abroad, you get a greater understanding of the rest of the world, of other peoples. You begin to see a little bit outside your own country and your own self. 
you grow as a person, I think. Uh, you become more empathetic. Uh, you certainly learn to appreciate new food and new customs. Mm. Mm. So I would advise anybody to spend a period of time abroad. I mean, I didn't go abroad with the intention of staying abroad. I went abroad to study and to gain new experience, and I always thought I'd go back home. Mm. But then, of course, fate stepped in in the form of a Norwegian who took me off to his country. <laughs> so that can happen. That's one of the risks of going abroad. And do you intend to live abroad permanently? Well, I suppose I will live in Norway for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, when I retire, maybe I'd like to be able to afford a little apartment back in Dublin so I can go back and forth. Mm. I like I'd say now my home is here in Norway. My roots are here. My children are here. My friends are here. Yeah. So I'm probably here for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I am abroad permanently. Yeah. My parents also um, came to the U.S. to study. And then, as you said, something happened and they have, we've lived here ever since. So. Uh -huh. And how do they feel about it? Do they have much contact with the home country? Yes, we make phone calls about every week, and my grandparents don't know how to do the Skype thing yet, but even uh -huh. hearing their voice is really good, really nice. Yeah. And how did your parents, well, of course, if they came to America to study, they must have learned the language pretty quickly, so they're fluent in both um, English and Korean. Uh, my, mom, my mom is really fluent, but I'm not sure about my dad. <laughs> And what do you speak at home? Uh, we speak Korean at home. Okay, so you have the advantage then of being uh, bicultural and bilingual, yeah. which is a great advantage. My kids are bicultural and bilingual too. So they can pass in both countries. <laughs> and how about you, Kai? Do you have uh, a background from abroad? Yeah, actually, I'm similar to Young Ju in the sense that my mom came to travel. She was came to study in the United States abroad from Hong Kong, and so then and then she ended up marrying here and then settling down and so uh, we don't we speak english at my house but she did she did come to the united states originally with the intention of returning home when she was done with her studies too yeah yeah well, i think that's the story for a lot of people <laughs> you think when you go abroad for the first time that you're going to be abroad for the rest of your life right i think i think that's definitely true uh can you think of a particular instance that uh, an experience that you would say that is a very common one when you're living abroad, maybe uh, just one where you're getting to know or adjust to a new situation or something, a funny story that you can remember about living abroad? Well, um, you, you do realize that perhaps um, things like time mean different things in different cultures. In Norway, it's very important to always be on time. Whereas in Ireland, we always say, when God made time, he made plenty of it, so what's your hurry? <laughs> so in order for me to get anywhere on time in Norway, every clock I have, every watch I have, even the one in the car, is set five minutes ahead so that I will never arrive late anywhere. Because if you arrive late, you know, people give you funny looks and they say, oh, here's that foreign one again, she's never on time. <laughs> I'll always make sure I'm never late. So there are customs and things you have to get used to and, you know, things you have to adapt to. I'm sure your parents are the same. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And is yeah. there anything you'd like to add before our break? Well, I would just um, like to say that, I, like I said before, I can recommend it for young people to take a year abroad or even a term if your university or college allows you to go and study abroad for a term or a year. 
particularly if you've never been outside your home country before, it does make you independent and it does make you think in a different way. And it's very enriching. So I would I would recommend it to anybody if you can do it. That's a very, a lot of really interesting insight and a good recommendation, I'm sure. So thanks so much, Nora, for joining us all the way from Norway via Ireland, Belgium, and many, many other countries and languages. Your experiences definitely made me want to travel to Norway soon. Well, we have to take a t quick break, but I'm Kylie Kelly. And I'm Young Juan, and thanks, Nora, that was so much fun. And I didn't have a chance to mention this earlier, but I do love your accent. Oh, thank you. I like yours, too. Thank you. <laughs> and when we return, Eileen Giddes, a doctor of pharm pharmacology who does massive charity work, will join us to talk about how her junior year abroad in Bordeaux, France, changed her life forever. You're listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link gossip, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party, and don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for sitting with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan. 
And I'm Kai Kelly. This is our Living Abroad program, and in this segment, we are thrilled to meet an accomplished American entrepreneur whose life was profoundly impacted by studying in Bordeaux, France. Eileen Goodis has a deep and broad background as a healthcare leader and entrepreneur, having built two highly respected companies which were acquired by publicly traded entities. Eileen built an innovative industry-leading home regional care organization, the Home Pharmacy of California, or HPC, which provided comprehensive nutritional infusion and specialty medication care and services to patients in their home. As president and CEO for HPC, she was responsible for all aspects of HPC's strategic planning and business development, ultimately concluding with an acquisition by Walgreens Health Services. She also started Patient Care Pharmacy, a Southern California-based institutional pharmacy company, which she sold to integrated health services and developed it nationally for them. Currently, Eileen is a partner at JEK Associates, a healthcare consulting group providing innovative management, strategic, financial, and clinical solutions to healthcare clients. She received her doctorate in pharmacy at the USC School of Pharmacy, where she has received where she has served as board of the chair of the board of counselors and is adjunct clinical professor of pharmacy. See, she continues to participate in numerous professional and community organizations, including the USC Presidential Associates, Adaptive Business Leaders, Young Presidents and World Presidents Organizations, and many others, as well as dividing her time between four nonprofits where she is passionate about causes that support women. We'll go on and on about this. Power Woman, but let's talk to her and we'll hear all about her journey together. Hi Eileen, thanks for joining us here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. How are you? We're great. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so you were attending UCLA when you were accepted to study your junior year abroad in Bordeaux, France. Did you know how to speak French and what was it like to go to a university where all of your classes were in a foreign language? Well, I learned how to speak French. I took a couple years of French um, in high school and then two years at UCLA, but I really was not in any way fluent. So it was uh, shocking to arrive in a new country where I was not fluent in the language. And it was a great awakening to, you know, not be around people that all spoke my language. Do you think your experience would have been significantly different if you had lived in England or Australia where English is the main language? Absolutely. I think the fact that I did not speak the language and had to learn a new language was a very profound experience for me because it it made me initially um, I don't want to use feel like an outsider, but in some ways, yes, because I couldn't communicate clearly. But it was just a beautiful impetus to really get me to be fluent in that language so I could talk to everyone. Mm. And another thing that was so interesting is that in many languages, there are certain words that they don't have and additional words that they do have. And, and that's just one of the beauties of foreign languages or of languages in general. <laughs> Did it, do you think it took a really long time to feel comfortable with the language? Did you have trouble adjusting or do you think it was a pretty easy transition? It wasn't too difficult of a transition for me. Um, I think I was so excited about living in another country. I had never been out of the United States before that. 
um, that um, it uh, it uh, it was um, it, it it came fairly easily to me, and um, I transitioned pretty quickly. And a man told me on a train that um, when you can dream in another language, you can speak another language. <laughs> and I found that to be something that I always remembered. And what besides learning French and um, the new language, what was the best thing about living in France? Um, I think it was just learning all or, or just being able to observe different customs. Um, the history, um, meeting people that were brought up different than I was, um, being just being able to meet so many new people and have so many different experiences. Also in Europe, we're so we're so many different countries are close to each other. So there was a beautiful opportunity to travel all over Europe and get the flavor of so many different countries and cultures. That's very, very cool. And then were you really, I know that a lot of times we hear that French food can be really, really good uh, and really delicious and authentic French food is something that you really look forward to. Did you enjoy that aspect of French culture as well? The food and the wine? Yes. Well, I was in the best part of France for wine <laughs> and I, I had my 20th birthday um, in Bordeaux, and you don't have to be 21 to drink over there. So I really um, got a taste um, right at the beginning of kind of the finest wine. So that spoiled me forever. And in terms of the food, um, I really fell in love with Gruyere. I love it. And that was, uh, that was one of my uh, favorite delicacies, um, along with frites, which are French fries, but they're really thin and crisp in France. And there were many other things that I loved in terms of the food. So another added bonus to live in France is definitely the cuisine. That sounds really amazing. And you're very involved with Empowering Women, and I've said that education, healthcare, and social services are most important to you, as well as ability for women to take care of themselves and know they are worthy for obtaining the life they want. Did France contribute to your strong feminist, feminist beliefs? I think what France, living abroad, what it did for me is it just made me feel more powerful as a human being. Um, because I learned a new language, I was living on my own, I was away for a year, um, I traveled by myself in many instances, and I just felt so accomplished and comfortable with myself as an individual that I came back with a beautiful sense of competence, um, independence, courage, and just felt that I could tackle almost anything that was presented to me. And then on that note, uh, how did that experience impact your family or your future life as a wife and a sister and a mother? Well, I just think that it made me um, be able to look at situations through different eyes, always know that there's many sides to a situation, so it just widened my horizons. And I'm, I hope that it made me a much more open-minded individual and very respectful of different, um, you know, just different ideas that people have. And um, on that, also on that note, 
Um, do you think your experience living abroad impacts the way you interact with the women served by the Downtown Women's Center on Skid Row in Los Angeles? I, I just think that it's, um, yeah, I think it, there's just, I have such an appreciation for people from diverse backgrounds and sometimes how one situation can just send you down a great road or a very frightening road. And um, I, just, I just try to be very um, open-minded and uh, in, in so many of those situations. So it sounds like living abroad has really affected your life positively. And then you've also, because you're a very accomplished woman, you've founded three healthcare companies. So how would you say, really quickly, how would you say your experience living abroad impacted your leadership skills? I think it just allowed me to take chances and to think differently and not just go down a normal path. I'm trained as a pharmacist and I could have just gone and worked in a hospital pharmacy, but I think my background gave me the confidence to kind of take a couple big chances and say why not that led me to have some wonderful opportunities in my career because I wasn't frightened or if I was frightened I said what the heck jump off anyway that's very very cool yeah. and unfortunately we are out of time thanks Eileen you're not only a world traveler but you can be you are such a power woman thanks for all the work you do to help the women to become the best you can they can be Thank you, ladies. Kai it was a delight. Thank you. And then I'm Kylie Kelly as well. And then thank you again, Eileen. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be back with our You Can Reporter, and we'll be talking about life in America when we return from break. Don't go away. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Here at Voice America Kids, our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Jun Juan. And I'm Kylie Kelly, and our show today is all about the benefits of traveling and living in a foreign land. Though Young Ju and I, I believe, have never actually traveled and lived abroad, we do have experiences with our own parents or in our own backgrounds of people who have definitely lived abroad and who benefited from the experience. And we also want to take this time now to tell you about what the Be The Star You Are charity is doing to help the victims of the Superstorm Sandy. Yes, Kai, part of what we've been doing here at Be The Star Charity with Club BTSY is fundraising to help the Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief. We've been partnered with our teen reporter in New Jersey, Caitlin Darrow's charity, Angels of God Clothing Closet, to distribute books and resources. We really need your support and donations to make this relief effort successful. Give today by going to BTSYA and watch the video. Thanks, Young Ju, because what we have to understand, I think, is that every dollar, dollar really does help another family. And we want to remind us that our list, to our listeners that in addition to the Operation Hurricane Sandy Disaster Relief, the 9th Annual National Essay Contest is in its final week, where you can win $100, get a radio interview on the show, and win prizes like books and recognition. This year's competition has the theme of benevolence, compassion, and kindness. So for more information, visit www.btsya.com. The contest is sponsored by U.S. Bank and ends in just a couple of days. And this is a great opportunity for any writer out there who wants to be published. Make sure to check out btsya.com to find out more about the 9th annual Be The Star You Are as a contest. Also, if you are interested in joining Club BTSYA or starting your own, visit btsya.com slash club. Yeah, so we're definitely really excited about about a bunch of different initiatives we we have going on here, whether it's helping the Hurricane Sandy disaster relief, entering different book contests, and or be starting your own club. So if you're interested in becoming more involved, you definitely have many opportunities to do so. And then Young Ju, I know we were talking about it earlier, so your parents came from Mm-hmm. Korea, and then they came here, and then I ended up staying. So you can talk talk about that for a little bit, and then I'll talk about my own experience as well. Well, um, I definitely know that we went to. Um, it was a hard time for both my parents. We went to Colorado first um, before moving to California, and Colorado is a lot different from both Korea and California. It's it's really. Um, I don't know, it's not very populated, everything's kind of spread apart, and to someone who lived in a big, bustling city, it seemed really desolate and kind of depressing, so I know my mom was had a lot of culture shock at first, but um, now in San Francisco, she's a lot happier than how she was in Denver. In Denver, she was always saying how she wanted to go back and how she just wanted to return, and that was all she wanted, but now she's she's a lot happier, and... Um, we've made a lot of great friends while staying here. 
That's really cool. Yeah, I can think of a similar experience. When I was a little girl, so we always have uh, my mom or whoever's driving gets to choose the song. So now that I'm able to drive, I can choose the radio and I can listen to my pop songs that my mom doesn't like. But normally my mom does drive when we're going to family road trips. And so what she always plays are these really, they're these old Chinese pop songs. Um, these singers, I don't know, you probably don't recognize them, but like a singer like Alan, Alan Tam or Priscilla Chung, these are just very famous Chinese singers. And she would always talk about how when she first came to the United States, she went to George Washington University and she was really lonely. And then she moved to Pullman, Washington, where it's a pretty isolated area. And so I remember she would always talk about how she listens to these, she would listen to these songs and cry and wish that she was home because she missed the big Hong Kong is a crazy yeah it's really fast moving like that that total transition was really difficult for her and then finally she moved she went to study at Emory and then uh, met my dad and then everything worked out properly but I think that I definitely see how that little transition can be a pretty major one for somebody who doesn't speak the language yeah my parents recently for um some some weird reason they got smartphones and they were so excited and so now my mom she like taught me or wanted me to teach her how to like download all her favorite songs and then she plays them non-stop throughout the house so they're all like really old right. korean pop music and right. it reminded me of it's what you were so, saying it's, i like i am not it's funny because i don't speak the language and it's a shame and i wish i did but i can speak every all of those songs and i can i remember when i was little i actually figured out how to play a lot of them on the piano just oh. because i hear them so many times yeah. that when i went home and i was practicing piano i would be able to figure out the tune on the piano so i remember so i can play them all now for her and then sing them i have a terrible singing voice but i can sing all these chinese songs just because my mom, when she came here after li and lived abroad, that she really does did need that little piece of home, which I think is a is an interesting part of that transition. Is an interesting part of living abroad. Yeah, it's it's really cool how the little things add up to make our culture here in America. So it is funny how. Right. It's not yeah, like, the I, I think it's interesting how both of our parents, just by coincidence, would have lived abroad. I know my dad actually lived abroad in England for several oh, years when cool. he studied at Oxford, but I think it was just he was just studying with a research professor, and it was um, it wasn't as tough of a transition. I think when you don't know the language, it will be yeah. a, lot, a lot more difficult than when you go from America Definitely. to English. And I know one of my friends um, in one of my classes was saying how she was traveling to England by herself for the first time, and her family lives in England, but it was the first time she was traveling by herself, and how how um, much of a shock it was to her, and a new experience, and how excited she was. Yeah, I think I, I think I, like, right now when I'm living at home, I don't really feel like I would miss my family. I know I would miss them, but I don't think some aspects of them that I would miss, but I can definitely see how if you're living in a country and you don't have as much communication, yeah. then you start to miss the little things like getting annoyed at my sister for doing <laughs> that now would not annoy me so much later. Mm -hmm. And so we do have a very special guest today that we'd like to introduce. Um, Cynthia Bryan, our producer, who rarely ever comes on this side of the microphone, will be talking about her experience as an exchange student and teen ambassador and how it changed her life. Hi, Cynthia. Well, hi, Youngju and Kai. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. This would be a very favorite topic for me because I feel that living abroad is so, so important. And I'm excited that you want me to talk about my experiences as a student. 
Right, yeah. for sure. Um, Cynthia, how old were you when you were first an exchange student? Well, the first time I was an exchange student, I was just a freshman in high school. And when I turned 15 over the summer, I had applied to be an exchange student to Mexico. And so I was pretty, that's pretty young. I had never, you know, I grew up on a farm, as everybody knows, and I had never been out of California. And I'd only been camping. I'd never been to any big cities or anything. So that way, it was a big deal for me. And I got accepted to go to uh, school in Guadalajara, Mexico. Guadalajara, Mexico. Mm. <laughs> that's very cool. And then why did you want to be an exchange student to Mexico? Well, you know, living on the farm, uh, and I had to work on the farm every day with all the other workers, and they were all of Mexican descent, and everybody spoke Spanish. And like you, Kai, you know, my parents are Italian, and they would speak Italian to the workers, but because everybody was immigrants, they never taught me Italian, so I didn't know Italian, only the bad words. So I wanted to learn Spanish so I'd be able to talk to the people that I was working with every day. So that's why I chose to go into, you know, to take Spanish as a class. And as you probably know, when you're in school, you just, here in America, I don't think you learn the language in school. It wasn't until I lived there that I actually learned to speak Spanish. Mm. So can you still speak Spanish nowadays? Yes, that's the beauty of it. Mm. I use Spanish literally almost every day. And I love you know, sometimes it gets a little rusty, but it's very fun to travel because Spanish is a big language, and I I speak Spanish fairly fluently, you know, and I can read and write it, but it was that experience of living in Mexico, and I was just there for a summer, so that first experience at 15 was only three months away from home, but I came back a changed person, and I came back with travel in my blood. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. And then, unfortunately, I do think we are out of time, but really quickly, um, in your senior year of high school, you were chosen to be a teen ambassador to Holland, so did you learn Dutch, or did you know Dutch? No, I was actually, again, I got the travel bug. I applied to be, uh, to go away. I got accepted to be a teenage ambassador to Germany, so I started studying German. And five days before I got my orders to leave, they changed it to Holland. Mm-hmm. So talk about a complete immersion experience. I yeah. landed in Holland with not one word of Dutch. And I made every single mistake in the book. And I was there 18 months. And But I will tell you, by the time I left, uh, not only was I fluent, I was dreaming in it. I still think in Dutch. Wow. I had all these friends. I was giving speeches in Dutch, and I went to UCLA and became a non-technical Dutch translator. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so living abroad literally has changed my life. I speak several languages, and my very first movie role was playing a, uh, a French airline stewardess where I had to speak all the languages that I knew, and I dubbed the whole movie. So I encourage everyone to take that opportunity. If you have mm-hmm. a chance to live abroad, study abroad, whether it's for a semester or a year, indulge yourself. You will never regret it. It's the best experience of your life. Well, thank you, Cynthia. We're out of time again, but you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Kaya Kelly, and this has been one whirlwind of a traveling show. We're taking a short break, but make sure to stay tuned. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. For our special celebration of world travels and languages on Express Yourself, Express Yourself gives youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Kai Kelly. And as I said before, this has been a very exciting show. So you may be wondering where the idea for this program came from. Well, our Gift of Giving reporter, Caitlin Darrow, had an exchange student this past summer, and that definitely changed her life. So what you can see is that a lot of us have had experiences with a foreign exchange student, so we wanted to have the opportunity to talk about it. So the idea to do a program about living abroad was hatched when that teen reporter, uh, often a co-host, Caitlin, had two exchange students from France visit her family this past fall. The French girls were able to immerse themselves in American culture, visiting nearby cities such as Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and their favorite, and my personal favorite also, New York City. So their names were Sarah and Mariama, and the foreign exchange students were able to celebrate Halloween for the first time, since that isn't a traditional French holiday. They also unfortunately had to undergo Hurricane Sandy during their stay, and so although there was a slight language barrier, Caitlin discovered that some aspects of language is universal, like a smile or a hug, and overall the entire experience was incredibly positive and enriching. And so we thought that based on her inspiration, we should focus a full program on that benefit of international living. So on that note, now our own Express Yourself co-host is going to be talking to us about our experience uh, of Asia. So Youngju, what's it like in Korea? Well, Korea is definitely a lot different from the U.S., but I really love it. 
Although I haven't visited any other countries, I love going back to my culture and my family. I do want to broaden my horizons one day and visit other parts of Asia and Europe, which I hopefully am crossing my fingers that I'll eventually be able to. And then, so the minute I land in Incheon Airport, which is the largest airport in Korea, there's a couple smaller ones, but um, Incheon Airport is the international airport, I feel a sense that everything moves faster here, as our reporter Kai mentioned what, about Hong Kong. Last year, my friend remarked that even the clouds are in a rush to get somewhere. In the summertime, it's so humid and hot, and in the winter, it snows and is freezing. It's slightly unfortunate that high schools don't provide long spring or fall breaks where it's actually nice weather in Korea. Korea is always busy and bustling, bustling with people no matter what the temperature is outside. In a way, it's a lot like New York. It's a very, very, very small country, but has a population of almost 50 million people. Trends are constantly changing, and it's so apparent what the current trend is since there are so many people. I was born in Korea and moved to Colorado when I was three. The part of Korea where I grew up, Seoul, was very urban. There were people crowded everywhere, and there was never a time when there wasn't traffic. Korean people are very impatient, but that's also the reason why things get done so quickly. Cars are always honking at you, trying to get to their destination a second quicker. Most people travel by subway. Korean subways are very well developed because they're such a huge part of everyone's life. My favorite thing about the subways is not actually the subway itself, but rather the journey to it. That sounds weird, but it's true. There are little stores everywhere lined up along, selling things from clothes to makeup to cell phone cases. In a sense, it's an underground market. The best one of these is in Gangnam, which you may have heard by the popular song by Psy, Gangnam Style. In Gangnam, there's this underground shopping mall that is right next to a real shopping mall, too. Words cannot describe how huge it is, but it's a great place for anyone with a good eye. I remember the weirdest thing about shopping in Korea when I was a child was the ability to bargain. You're free to haggle with anyone selling anything. There isn't really a set price, which I found so odd. Everything is in a close-knit radius, I guess, with stores and restaurants just one walk away. I never rode in a car much growing up, and that was one of the first things that was really different about America. The nightlife is just as busy as the daytime. The streets buzz with street vendors and all sorts of makeshift restaurants on wheels called pojangmacha. Korea, um, Korean culture has a lot more places, I guess, for teens and other people to like hang out and go to. And I was just talking to my friend about this the other day because she was telling me about Singapore and how um, here you have to drive to everywhere. And if you want to hang out with your friends, you have to like, like pick a specific place and time to meet up. But in Korea, everything is pretty spontaneous. And although I don't remember much of my childhood, I do go back to Korea almost every summer. One main difference between Korea and the U.S. is that everything is so convenient because places are really close and there are a lot of um, ways to get there, whether it be foot or subway. The culture is a lot different from American culture, but it's also one that I love. I think it's really cool that you're talking about Korea. Actually, a couple summers ago, we my family always goes back to Hong Kong to visit my mom, and then we go to Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, mainland wow. China, all those different places. That's so cool. Yeah, and we've also been to Korea, actually, so that's funny that you're talking about this, mm -hmm. and Singapore, and they're both 
really, really cool places. And I don't speak any of the language, but it's really fun to hear about all your different experiences and the things that I definitely have noticed when my family, like yours, goes back to Asia every single year. Um, what do you think you miss most about Korea when you're here? Well, I definitely do miss my family. I have a lot of younger cousins who are always growing, and whenever I go back, they're so different from when I saw them a year ago. And so right. it's kind of sad missing out on the, all their growing. But I do get to see them every year, so that's good. And I do really, really miss the subway system and um, how everything is so close. And if you feel like going to somewhere, you can just go. Right. I know. I remember the... My mom always complains about that because that's a huge difference from mm -hmm. Hong Kong in here. Yeah. And then also, I don't know if you ever visited Japan. They have an incredible subway system. I haven't, but I really do want to go. And as well as um, China that does, too, the high-speed rail system. I didn't yeah. ride the subway in Korea, but it sounds like it's a lot of fun, the, the entire... And it was fun to learn about, um, I'm going to mispronounce this, but like Gangnam style or yeah. Gangnam style. Yeah, Gangnam. Is it, what is it? Gangnam. Okay, I'm going to work on yeah. that and then get back to you. But would you want to live in Korea later in on your life? Uh, I'm not sure that I would want to live there, especially not when you're in high school because their education system is not one that's very desirable after living here for so long. But I do, I am considering like um, taking a semester there when I'm in college or um, living there um, after college. But we'll see. That sounds really, really cool. And then what is different about the education system in Korea and in America? Or at least what you can tell from uh, your... Well, there's a lot of people in Korea. And there's like one really, really good college. That's like, I guess, the Harvard of Korea. And so everybody wants to go there. So it's really rigorous. And uh, since there are a lot of people, it, everything is determined by like one point. Like if you get one point wrong, it like... Like makes you makes your score different from someone else, and uh -huh. oftentimes there's so many people with the same score. So now they're like trying to figure out ways to make it even more difficult, I guess. And so um, a lot of the education is so competitive, and it's not one where you have like any free time at all. So, you know, not very desirable. Right, and then I don't, I can't really talk about this experience too much because when I went to Korea, we stayed in mostly the touristy destinations, <laughs> and we didn't really go venture out into the exciting new parts of it because neither none of my family speaks Korean. But would you yeah. say that there is a really bad language barrier, or do you think it's a tough transition? Yeah. Um, well, I have always been fluent, so I'm not sure about this, but I do remember this summer when I went, I went with my church briefly, and we were in a supermarket, and there, and I was with someone who couldn't speak Korean, so we were um, shopping for, like, food, and she was asking me all these things in English, and I would reply back to her in English, and mm -hmm. it was the first time I actually spoke English in Korea, and these people, they gave us the weirdest looks ever, and later they were like talking amongst themselves they were like oh I think it's Chinese and so even though <laughs> everyone is learning English it's not quite there yet so I guess it is kind of hard if you can't speak Korean and then now I'm going to ask a uh, random question actually that I have about the airport because I remember thinking that it's one of, if not the nicest airport that I've ever traveled to. We've been to, we've been to Europe and yeah. Asia a ton of times, all over the world. But I have never seen that nice of an airport. Um, so is there a reason for that? Or 
do you know can you talk about that any a little bit uh, i do love the airport too it is one of the best airports i have also been to the Jap japanese international airport because mm -hmm. um we are stopping in japan and then going to korea but um it is really nice i'm not sure if there's a particular reason for that but I will research it and give it to you. <laughs> I just remember thinking that I've never had the, the they had a museum in it. They had those massages. Yeah. I, I never realized that a, a airport could be such an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Food is really important to Korean people. So as you enter the airport, the first thing you see is food. Yeah. For sure. So thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where the teens talk and the world listens. So find out more about the 9th annual Be The Star You Are essay contest and please help with Operation Hurricane Sandy disaster relief. You have the opportunity to make a difference. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juwon. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing traveling and language program on Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions, so email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free. Get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, newsletter and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks for joining us, and thank you to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself